What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Practice Not Perfection, your daily health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life sprinkled in the mix. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope your week went well. Hope your work week has been positive and you've been able to stick to the plan. If you haven't, just remember this episode is going to help you out a ton. Just remember that I'm here for you every single morning, posting every single day by at least 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Every single day. You can wake up and take a walk with me every single morning because every single morning I'm doing this podcast. And I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing it every single morning. But for right now, this is a daily health and fitness podcast. This may be the only and first of its kind. So (laughs) that's pretty cool. I've never heard of a daily health and fitness podcast, but... It is a daily practice. It's a daily activity. It's something that we try to strive for daily. So I felt like, hey, why not talk about it on a daily basis? There's enough to talk about when it comes to this stuff. And sometimes I do get a little bit deeper and talk about things like mental health, talk about things like uh, spirituality, mindset, a little bit deeper topics than just macros and muscle. So Let's talk about, actually yesterday I had my first therapy appointment probably since I was like 14 years old. And I really agree with the whole normalizing therapy movement. I think it's something positive. I think more people should be talking to a therapist and seeking outside help. And you don't have to be crazy. You don't, there doesn't have to be anything wrong going on right now for you to get into therapy. It's just good to have that outlet and that support. Somebody who's professionally trained to get you to dig a little bit deeper into what makes you tick, what may be holding you back and how you can improve. So I think having that, that in your corner is super positive. A little side note, I actually reached out to try to get some therapy in 2020 and my insurance for some reason uh therapy was not covered by my insurance so it was going to be a crazy amount of money for me to sit in on a session i mean like over a hundred dollars per session and at the time i just wasn't in a place financially to make that kind of decision now i don't think you can really put a price on your mental health But for me, I wasn't really doing that bad mentally. It was more so a want rather than a need. And it's funny because I went on my health insurance's website recently. And I looked into, uh, there was a little little side like pop-up thing that said, doctor on demand. See a therapist, doctor, mental health expert from the comfort of your home. And it said, it basically listed some insurances where this was covered in the network. And it said, therapy sessions as little as $10 per session. So I clicked on it because I was like, $10? What? Let's see if like it's legit. So I clicked on it and turns out it's super legit. And there was like three therapists to choose from. And the appointments were scheduled out like pretty quickly. It was two days in advance, and I got on the phone with an awesome uh, cognitive behavioral therapist, CBT, and she uh, she specializes in helping people change 
the patterns in their brain. So we talked for about an hour yesterday and it was super cool, super beneficial. I dug into some stuff from my childhood and my first session, which is crazy. But uh, I'm pretty open and honest and vulnerable, as you guys know, who listen to me for quite a while. I have no problem digging deep into what makes me tick, even if it's really negative shit that I don't want to bring up or talk about. Um, I can still bring that stuff to the surface because I know it helps me let go and not bring that baggage into the present. So that's just my little side note on mental health. I want to talk about Memorial Day weekend because a lot of you guys are gearing up for Memorial Day weekend and some of you guys have already reached out to me and have a plan. You have a plan of attack of how you are going to navigate, how you are going to stay in your calorie deficit this weekend. <clears throat> Maybe you're going camping. I had one client reach out who's going camping and he said, hey, I'm going out camping with my family tomorrow and I really don't feel like tracking my calories or worrying about calories while I'm out there. You know, I just want to enjoy time with my family. And of course, I told him, hey, I think you should absolutely not worry about your calories. I don't even think you should meal prep. I don't even think you should worry about anything. I told him, just make sure you get plenty of fruit and make sure that you bring plenty of protein. I'm actually creating a video right now all about protein and the importance of protein and how you can get in more protein because people struggle with protein but when you're out camping and you don't have a lot of options protein is actually great and it's readily available maybe you don't realize it because you think of camping you think of marshmallows and graham crackers and chips and a bunch of bs but if you bring a bunch of fruit if you bring a bunch of like beef jerky some tuna packets some Maybe instead of getting like really shitty hot dogs, you get yourself some uh, chicken dogs that are lower in fat and less calories. You know, just making little swaps like that, right? Bring some chicken breast to grill up. You know, bring some beans. There are tons of options when uh, you go camping, right? But I think having those quick snacks, those quick protein snacks, and then bringing lots of fresh fruit is a good idea. Um, Bring a watermelon, bring a huge watermelon, cut it up out there, you know, have watermelon the entire weekend. I think that's a great idea. Most importantly, bring lots of water, bring gallons of water, because I think that's important. Now, am I saying you should skip out on the, um, the s'mores? No, enjoy them, have fun. Like, don't, holidays are tricky, right? Because, again, like, Memorial Day weekend, not Memorial Day, right? Some people take the entire weekend to drink and eat like an asshole. And I promise you, if you do that the entire weekend, you're going to wake up on Monday, stepping on the scale, hopefully getting back to your routine, And if you don't get back to your routine, you're going to feel like even more of a failure. So here's how to get back on track if things go out of hand on Memorial Day weekend. 
because I think for a lot of people they will. And if you think, if you honestly believe that you are going to stick to your calories, you are going to, uh, you are going to be super strict on a camping trip. Like you obviously haven't been doing this very long because I know maybe like one percent of the population that is able to do that, that is able to. And, and honestly, like, those kind of people are probably not people that I would honestly want to hang out with because they don't know how to enjoy life. Think about it. If you're doing this thing for the rest of your life, what the fuck is wrong with taking one weekend to not worry about calories, not worry about your weight, not worry about shit like that, and just enjoy your fucking time with your family and your friends and enjoy yourself? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It is not going to ruin your progress. And when Monday comes around, you just get back on track. So, I think a lot of people, what they do is they set these strict guidelines and these plans for how the weekend is going to go, how they're going to not fall off track. And then they do fall off track. And then they end up binging because they already made a decision that they're, they've failed. So, then they end up binging and then... Saturday, Sunday, then Monday comes around and they have a hard time getting back on track. So what do they do? They restrict their calories or they fast. And then they eat like 500 calories and just go on these huge long hikes or go for a run to burn off what they the damage they did on the weekends. And then they're so hungry the next day because they didn't eat anything to punish themselves. They're so hungry the next day that they binge again. So do not restrict the day after you binge. Just don't do it. Don't beat yourself up. You didn't do anything fucking wrong. So the next day after a binge, you just get back on track. Whatever that looks like for you. If it's getting back to tracking your calories, getting back to eating a bit more protein, getting back to eating a couple servings of fruit, drink some water, have a salad. That doesn't mean you have to eat super clean all day just because you ate like shit over the weekend, right? It doesn't mean that. It means that you just need to get back to how you normally eat and how you were eating when you were making progress sustainably. If this is a lifelong process, you got to learn how to stop beating yourself up for having one good meal. Let me tell you guys something. I had... A decadent meal last night, right? It was my pop's 76th birthday. And we went out to my favorite restaurant here in town. And, I mean, when when my pop's goes out, me, my mom, and my dad, like, when we all go out, we go crazy with the food. Especially because, like, we only do this maybe once or twice a year. Maybe once for his birthday and once for my mom's birthday. Maybe once for my birthday too. So three times a year we go hard. And by hard I mean like we get two appetizers for the table. We get uh, everybody gets a salad. Everybody gets an entree. Everybody gets like we order an extra side of french fries. Like we order the bread to with the olive oil. Like we ordered like I had a, I had a huge steak with al gratin potatoes and brussels sprouts and then after all that uh we all shared a slice a huge slice of carrot cake which was amazing afterwards like i was so full that like 
I was uncomfortably full, right? This happens every time I go out to eat at this restaurant because we just order so much food. And I'm still working on my relationship with my hunger cues. One thing I did well, though, is like I told myself, hey, I'm not going to restrict. I'm going to have a plan coming into this. I'm going to choose a relatively lean cut of steak so it's not like an extra 500 calories. So I did that. And I just enjoyed myself. Like I just enjoyed the dinner and time with my family because like, you know, my dad's 76. Who knows how much longer he's going to be on this earth? You think I'm going to fucking remember that time that I went out to eat and really worried about my calories and whatnot at one of my favorite restaurants we only go to three times per year? No, fuck that. I went crazy. I went all out. And today I feel bloated. Today, I don't feel like eating at all. Today, I don't feel like getting back on track, right? But I drank some water. I took some time out this morning. I meditated. I breathed. I had a nice poop. And guess what? I'm getting back on track after this. Because I got a nice workout to hit later. And I want to make sure I'm feeling good and energized for that workout. I am gaining muscle looked at my before and after pictures yesterday and they look super good and i'm stoked on the progress i'm making especially in my back like when i look at the before and after pictures of my back muscles i'm like whoa who is that like it's crazy i didn't see the changes happening but obviously i'm not looking at my back all day (laughs) anyways i love you guys um that's how to get back on track after memorial day and that's also just how to navigate memorial day because i feel like uh, a lot of you guys are going to be out barbecuing and doing things and so enjoy this weekend enjoy it don't make a plan to be restrictive enjoy the fuck out of it enjoy time with your family get back on track on monday all right love you guys talk to you uh, I'm, I'm probably going to take this weekend off and then I'll be back on Monday. All right. Love you guys.